Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg, and the gregarious Goliath himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Bright pink hoodies. It's only one of the many reasons why you need the World Trumpet Federation in your life. We want you thinking WTF every time you see one of our bright pink hoodies, or just think about the trumpet in general. Home to the Open Bell podcast, as well as some other stuff to occupy your trumpet mind, www.worldtrumpetfederation.com is a place you can go for free to get your trumpet fix. And this stuff can actually help your teaching and playing. When you need some inspiration about the trumpet, or maybe just a good laugh, head on over to worldtrumpetfederation.com and look around a bit. We can make your trumpeting life better in every way. And seriously, if you are interested in one of the new bright WTF hoodies, let us know. They're available for purchase and going fast, so email us soon at worldtrumpetfederation at gmail.com to get yours today. And by Dylan Music. Some stores are great because they have great gear. Other places are nice to visit because they have a helpful staff. And Dylan Music is a place where you can go to get all of that under one roof. Whether you need a new horn, a case, or some accessories, our good friends at Dylan Music are standing by waiting to help. Call 732-634-3399 and ask to speak to Jim McCombs. Jim is an absolute expert and will make sure you get the information you need to make a great decision. And if you need specialty mouthpiece work, Perry Sutton is standing by to share his expertise with you. Of course, you could just go to www.dylanmusic.com to find the best deals on the biggest inventory. And remember, if you use the code OPENBELL5 when you shop at Dylan's, you can get 5% off all your accessories. Dylan Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things, and no offense, we use these segments to gather, gulp, and glorify information that we believe is great for a gaggle of grumpy trumpet geeks. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling, inventor, entrepreneur, salesperson you see i sit across from a man and i see his face i see his eyes now does it matter if he wants a hundred dollars worth of paper or a hundred million dollars of trumpet gear (laughs) don't be a fool he wants respect he wants love he wants to be younger he wants to be attractive there's no such thing as a product don't ever think there is there's only chop saver everything (laughs) is chop saver you understand what i'm trying to tell you is universal truth brian And if that doesn't clear things up for you, oh my this gosh. Pro- promo code from Dan Gosling. Well, promo code. Promo code. Use the code Bell to get 15% off your order. Go to www.chopsaver.com today. Wow. A little Robert California. Yeah. Episode totally. 121. Yeah. And now from direct from his own office. <laughs> I'm proud to Brian. say that I that I don't understand that reference. I knew Brian got oh, none of it. Really? Nope. He I'm got so none happy. of it. That's I'm the office. It's from the office. They brought in uh, after Steve Carell left. They brought in James Spader as the boss for a little bit as a really just bizarre, <laughs> oh like super bizarre uh, executive guy as the new uh, manager. And that's one of the things he he said. I think it was in his interview, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Kids love that it, show. Said it to Toby. I put the word Brian in instead of Toby. Yeah, I can't. And yeah. I might have used Chop Saber in place of something else, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brian, what do you got? Good. Okay, so I'm just curious. Have you ever been in a situation where something you thought that was amazing, like you've heard it, you've seen it, you've been a part of it, it's amazing, and then somebody sort of pulls back the curtain. And everything you thought about that thing that happened is like wrong. Like Disney. Like, <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Right. Shots fired. Good. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. That's impressive. I worked at Disney two summers. <laughs> I saw behind the scenes. I still I like it quite a bit. Like oh it. yeah, I know. So I just I was you know Russell Gray was here and I was hearing about this group, um, this ensemble that is, in my estimation, this incredible group, um, and I've heard them perform and just been stunned and 
what turns out is that group doesn't really know how to read music and oh. will will only work if they're playing for a contest and that their concerts are like super boring and average and so it's not really about the music with them it's but, not really the, about the, the contest music. Or they're dialed in for the contest dialed in for the contest but won't do anything else i just <sighs> made me wonder I, I don't know it just made me wonder if there's some things when you you pull back the curtain maybe it's not everything it's cracked up to be of, i mean it's of naive, course that's of course, true but yeah, yeah totally naive but i was but kind you've of, got to be disappointed I was a little disappointed. You're a little sad about this, I can tell. Yeah, I was. I mean, it's not one of the group. It's not one of the big UK groups, but um, you're not going to say it, are you? No, I'm not going to say it. No, I, I, but it was pretty. It was. Have pretty I talked? Have I ever talked me. about Donny Osmond on this show? No. All right, I met Donny Osmond in the summer of 1986 when I was in the Disney All American College Orchestra. Speaking of Disney, ding ding. So ding. exactly, yeah, that's right. So. Donny Osmond came in as one of our guest artists. We had different guest artists every weekend, and most had, you know, either would be directing their own music or singing or whatever they were doing. He did not bring a conductor, and he was obviously singing, you know. Mm -hmm. So with the first tune, kind of read it down, it's fine. The second tune has an optional vamp at the beginning. And, you know, for those of us of our generation, you know, this is Donny Osmond, Donny Marie show. He's a little yeah. bit country. She's a little bit rock and roll, rock and the roll, whole family thing. Yeah. You know, and he, he was on Broadway doing Joseph the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. This is a, is a big star. Mm -hmm. Right. So I raised my hand and says, yes. And I said, are we taking the optional vamp at the beginning? And he said, I'm sorry. And I ask again and he does not understand. So I stand up and I walk up and I show him my music. I said, are we starting here or are we starting here? And he said, can you just sing that for me, please? So I sing him the first couple of bars, and I sing him what I got there, and he's like, oh, no, right, 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 right. And I realize immediately. No, no, He no. can't read music. Yeah, he's got nothing. So what wow. you just said to me was a little, like, here's somebody that, you know, you think this of as a musician, and we think of it as so basic and built in, right? So we get through all the rehearsals, including kind of a, you know, it goes all the way through it. And basically, I take kind of the lead for the orchestra and the drummer helps with the rhythm section. He, by the end of the rehearsal, we're on a first name basis because he's like, Joey, what do we do here? And how do we, you know, so I'm kind of coordinating and helping. You're there's translating. No, there's no, I'm translating and making sure the orchestra's clear and we're all going to do the same thing. Because you speak yeah. Osmond. Okay. Evidently, I, me, I, 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 was, I was just Osmond. the one that asked the first question, right? Yeah. Right. So we do our concerts and, of course, the place goes, you know, it's standing room. You could just, from the American Garden yeah. stage, I you just see people because it's Donny Osmond and it's that big. So on Sunday, uh, we do concerts Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, two shows every night. We did a six, and then with the guest start at 7.30 and 9. So we're going to do that on Sunday, but in the afternoon, we've already done the rehearsal and two nights of shows. We have an open clinic. So he talks about his career, talks about things like that. Are there any questions? And like lots of times, there aren't a lot. So I raised my hand. And I said, you've talked to us about songs <clears throat> you've written and things that you've done, but it seems clear from the rehearsals you don't read music. So like, what do you mean by that, and how does that work? Mm. And the whole room was like, <gasps> Yeah, totally. But I didn't ask it like, I wasn't being snotty, and right. he did not take it that way. He, without blinking, was like, oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I just uh, sit down at the piano, and I kind of work stuff out, and I've got it to a place I like. I put a cassette player up, and I play it in there, and then I've got somebody that takes it down so you people can read it. <laughs> but, you know, you think about him as a, quote, songwriter, which is not literally true, or, you know, a song creator, sure. Right. But as a musician, we think, we think, as instrumentalists, well, of course you can read. Nope. Yeah. Right. So, well, and, you know, that's yeah. there was one of those things. Is this true about how people practice, how much they say they practice, mm -hmm. how much they actually practice? I know people are sandbagging, don't talk about the real work that they, they do. You know, right. there are some people who do that, who, who but, are protective that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this is a question, this is the thing about like musical intelligence, right? Like there's different ways in. Of course. Some people hear, yeah. some people figure it out because they hear really well. They know. Others can read it really well. Right, you but know. from our perspective, it would be hard to do what any of the three of us do, we do? Oh without gosh, being able yeah. to read at, no, a, at a fairly high level. Yeah. So even if you come in with That's great ears and that gets you to a certain point. Right. Well, I love the fact that you asked the que asked him the question. Yeah. And that he just responded. I was, honest, like he I was honestly it, yeah. curious. Yeah. Right. Like, how did you get to this place? How is it yeah. worth it for everybody around him that has to support that? But if you think about his, think about his upbringing. He grew up as a child star. Oh. They just taught everybody by rote. And so, right, you know, right. his family learned by ear and by rote and by ear and by rote and by ear and by rote. His ears are unbelievable. 
Yeah. And if you don't have that in, then you better have this underpinning of yeah. knowledge. Yeah. And theory. And yeah. Be yeah. able to read. That yeah. works. And well, you know, Brian, from, I'm sorry for your sadness over this. <laughs> it was just revealing to me. Interesting. No, it, but that that's it's complicated because you got to think about what does that group really want? Do they yeah. want to be high-level, functioning, deep musicians, or do they want to go win? Yeah. Right? And if what they want to do is go win, and that's what they're doing, then they're doing what they want. They may not be doing what I want or what you want. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I've had this problem. We've talked about this a little bit here before with really high-level performers that once you get to meet them, you realize might not be great teachers or educators because they may not have a, a lot of great idea of how to explain what they're doing because they may not even really know. I've met a, a few people like this, and it, when I, especially when I was younger, it drove me nuts because <laughs> I want to get the information, right? and they're, in some cases, incapable of giving it to me. That doesn't make them worse performers. It makes me frustrated. They're not frustrated. Right. right. They're yeah, fine. Yeah. Yep. Right. So it you is, know, it is. It was fascinating to me. I mean, they're, they're great, and you know, the other part of that competing, you know, is why do prof why would professionals like, you know, in the in the states, why would professionals come together to compete, you know, in a different way? Well, mm -hmm. to I wasn't win. talking about that. To win, yeah, obviously, it's about the winning. It's about the winning. It's yeah. all about the. You, aren't you? Aren't, you're, of the three of us, aren't you either. the one going to Napa? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going. I'm not going with professionals, right? I mean, Fair. I have there are a bunch of people who. There are people who aren't aren't professionals, musicians in the group, and you know students in the group. I mean, it's and we're doing it twice a week and the whole bit. But yeah, it was it was very revealing and interesting, and um, I don't know at this point a little troubling. <laughs> That's this band that I was like, oh, we should aspire to be that group, but mm -hmm. maybe not so much. Maybe, maybe not. not so much. Yeah. I think it says a lot that there's a Texan in this conversation and you're still the most competitive about music. <laughs> <laughs> Winning music. <laughs> oh, college really, uh, that was that was the hardest adjustment I had in college. Mm -hmm. Was Both schools I went to in undergrad were like, all right, so uh, this cycle, you're going to go over there and on the first place you're going to play third and then you're going to play first on that and second on this. And after the cycle, you're going to go over to that group over there. And I'm like, but one of the auditions, right. when do I start beating people? And they're like, no, we don't do, we don't, we don't do that. That's not how it works here. That's not what we're doing. When, when do I beat people? <laughs> That's not what we do. Took a while. Start winning music. Yeah. 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 Where's new Craig Morris? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we know the answer to that question. Well, Rochester. Rochester. Where yeah. he's going now? Yeah. Craig's going to Rochester. <laughs> when does he move? Have you been in touch uh, I, with him? I haven't talked to him. Uh, I wonder if he'll be out. We'll see. I'll, we'll talk to him soon. Probably yeah. over the summer where it's going to be somewhat warm there, and he's going to get duped into. <laughs> right? yeah, we should, we're going to wait until so we're going to wait till October third when it, the first snowfall at Rochester, <laughs> and I'm going to be texting <laughs> yeah. him. <laughs> where did he? Where did he do his undergrad? Uh, Texas University of Texas. He studied with Ray Cressera. So he's been in the South all the time. Well, he spent time in Chicago, didn't he? Yeah, yeah killing yeah. it in uh, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Joey, what do you have for us? So I have this. I know I told you guys I was out in Cleveland uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, I think we are probably more than other people like to keep up with what's going on in the world and new stuff that's out there. Yes. I'm going to out uh, Jack Suddy here just oh, for a second. No. <laughs> oh, now, oh, if, no. If you guys don't know Jack, and a lot of you may not know Jack. I don't know that he's on social media an awful lot. You should know Jack. Um, Jack is the second trumpet player in, in the Cleveland Orchestra. And uh, among other things, uh, is a remarkable soloist. He's actually a great teacher. He's an unbelievable orchestral trumpet player. Yeah, he's really he's great. He's great. Um, so uh, we're doing, you know, West Side Story, and there's the, the little like cool part, and there's this little jump section, which is kind of like a little solo trumpet with cup mute. So I put in my trum core classic cup, as which, you would, as I would. Now, there's some section cup stuff, and I noticed that they all had the Dennis Wick adjustable cup, so I had that out. Stickers or no stickers? There were, some, there were stickers in the section. Dull. So, you know, would Chris, be happy. Chris sent us a video of himself putting stickers on the mute saying it's his favorite part. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> that was so oh good. <laughs> that was not okay. I'm going to have words. <laughs> oh. So, you know, I play through the little jump section. It's like two pages of... Like... Two, it's two pages of that with clarinet and piano, like, well, <laughs> underscoring stuff. And it's, you know, middle middle and low register stuff with this cut mute. And, you know, 
I've told you guys I love this. I love this commute. Well, so commute. we finished that little section, and Jack leans over and says, "What's that commute there?" I'm like, <laughs> oh, you got you got to check this out. So he tries it out, and he plays, and he's like, "Okay, I gotta I gotta get one of these." Because one of the projects he's doing right now is he's recording all kinds of trumpet sonatas. So the first two are all, the first two CDs he actually gave me. They're already they're done, and three is being mixed really? right now. And he's working through all these things. They're and they're they're great. Wow. But he's like, yeah, this one piece and the cup, it's not quite right and doesn't quite center. I got to get one of these. He says, hey, try this out, will you? And he hands me this straight mute that looks, I don't know, like it was from the Civil War era, maybe. <laughs> you know, I, I think it may have belonged to the Cleveland Orchestra from the moment they had been put together. He's like, play on this. Tell me what you think of this. Now, I did not know this has been the subject of, I guess, section talk. All this right. is the straight mute he is using. Oh, wow. So I put it in. And I play, and it feels a little wobbly. And I try and play down below the staff, and I get down to, like, low A, and it's like, I cannot (laughs) play centered or clear on this straight mute in any way. And I leaned over to him, and I said, I I, I now have two questions for you. And and Mike Miller and Lyle Stewart are laughing at this point. And he's like, sure, sure, why not? I said, one, why are you still playing this? And two, how do you sound good on this? Because <laughs> here's the thing. We had been playing straight mute passages, and I've got my large uh, trump core metal straight mute with the brass bottom, right? Yeah. Oh, great great one. You know, great, and they were yeah. like, oh, let me try that. Oh, that's really good. So I think I probably sold some mutes in Cleveland this weekend, which is good. <laughs> straight. But Jack, I'm like, he's like, well, I mean, yeah, it's good. It's worked fine. It's playing well. I'm like, no, this is in no <laughs> this way is okay. Not okay. <laughs> but I think it's one of those things where I think there are a lot of times you get locked into what you do, and you're like, okay, I'm totally cool here. And I think, uh, uh, me especially, I'm like always looking what else is out there, what is out there. Not that I just want to go buy stuff, but when I find something that is good or better, boom, I'm in. Yeah. You know, because I remember the first time I tried that classic cup, I, you know, I, was, I put it in the bell, played it, moved the cup up and down a little bit, and I'm like, oh, this is the best cut meat I've ever played. Here, take my money. I need this right now. Yep. And I don't exactly. think enough people are doing that because it's like, it's a great mute, and it works in every set, every every situation. But I just don't think enough people are, are knowing. So I'm spreading the word that you know, keep your eyes open. New equipment's out there, and oh, when you see some new stuff, try one. Always try new stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then the stuff you like, you can change. And if you don't like it, then you know. Right. Well, you guys with me on this? A- yeah, absolutely. And we're hoping for a great run at the exhibits, right? We were hope- Now, of course, we're back from NTC, but yes, you know we yes. spent time there <laughs> oh, checking yeah. all that stuff oh, out. That's, that's, we're making the rounds. Totally. Because you know what we're doing. We're, we're going to make the rounds. Walk in. So what do you got here? Yeah. Horns on we're, the shoulder. Got to have a horn and a mouthpiece with us so we can try stuff. And it's just a warm-up for ITG, which is the greatest exhibit crawl. Oh, yes. it's on the, the face of the planet. We, we you will see you in, along, in Minneapolis. Tag along with Joey as tour guide. No, yeah. we're going to be able a, to. He has a poster he carries. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're going to be easy to find. The three of us rolling three deep in our pink hoodies. And, and the WTO. And the they are se- here's, they're, selling they're selling fast. They're selling. I they're have going. shipped out uh, nine of them out of, in the last week. That's good. Yeah. They're That's going. Great. They're, yeah, they're going, going quickly. So if you want some, you better contact your local uh, WTF rep or send it to the Open Bell at Gmail. Let us know. We've yeah. gone international. That's yeah. right. Sent one to Canada. Uh, two now. Oh, two to Canada. <laughs> yeah. And uh, three to New Jersey. So <laughs> there you go. That's right. We are yeah. shipping outside the continental United States. <laughs> or you can just come by Southern New Jersey. I'll hand you one exactly. out of the. Just pick so, right. you so if you house. want you want that new hoodie, get on it right there. New stuff. Yeah. So yeah. all right, Bill, what do you got for us this evening? Well, you know, I think in general, we're here to help. Of course. <laughs> I mean, givers. What we do, we started an entire federation to help trumpet players. And I think from time to time, I think it's it's worth our while to do a public service announcement. All um, right. I'm very excited about go. this. Public service announcement. Here it is. It's time to vote. For the ITG board and next president and all the officers. Uh-oh. The ballots are out. Oh, They're up. All right. Ballots are out. So if you're an ITG member, it's get out there and rock the vote, as we used to say. Vote early, vote often. Back in the wow. day. And if you're not an ITG member, now, if you want to vote, remember, you got to pay. you got to pay to join ITG. Yeah, just you to be, be a clear. member. Yeah. Right. WTF free, ITG pay. Right. Just to be clear, you got to pay, then you can vote. You can go on our website. And vote just by sending us an email, and we will register your vote. We will. We don't really have a president of the WTF. <laughs> we really don't. We don't. And we, we like it that way. We have a czar. Yes. 
But you can't tell which one of us it is. I think it's Anton Weidegger. Yes. <laughs> we should really update our board of directors. <laughs> on we the need website. a board of directors. <laughs> President Emeritus Anton Weidegger. Okay, I'm on it. <laughs> Nonetheless, you got to get out and rock the vote. you got to read those platforms. Yeah. Read those platforms and get in there and vote for those ITG. What are the require? What are the requirements to be well, a as, candidate? Like you to be here, president, you have to be a citizen. I like, think I know the requirements, and I'm not kidding about this. Mm-hmm. I think nominations go to the current board. Mm-hmm. The current board vets those nominations and puts forth a slate of candidates. Is that accurate? You I think are that's correct. right. That Isn't is the that way right? that works. Yeah. Do they there's have a, rules? There's a committee. The, the, I think there's that, a card. And there's like points. Does that, does that committee have rules about how they make the decisions? That I um, don't know. Or it can be anybody off the street can be. No, they'll take nominations and nominations from anyone. Now, do you have to I, be a member of ITG to be president? Yeah. To be on the board, do you have Wait, to sure? be nominated? Well, you're not going to. They're not going to put you on the slate unless you've been ITG and served and been on the board and and gone through the process. So, are you sure? Well, I'm looking at all the past presidents for how long, and that's the path. What about the board? Do you have to be a member of ITG to be on the board? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Interesting. All right, I'm going to check this out. I need more information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wow. mean, I don't renew. I have a lifetime membership. Yeah, because <sighs> we went through the gauntlet. Brian, you guys are both right. lifetime members. Yes, we are. We are, because we hosted. Yeah. See, I'm paying. Host, I'm paying every year. If you host, you get a lifetime. Membership. I don't think that happens anymore because they don't have hosts. Well, no, JC's the host. JC has no, he's, fifty lifetime memberships. He's not the host. <laughs> no, he's, he's the, the event, event coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, yeah. So they don't know how to do that. Think of the money they save there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying it's time. Yeah. Yeah, we, but absolutely, yeah. J- yeah one, join ITG. Two, right. vote. What are you eating? Uh, some You're eating something. Yeah, some peanuts. A little snack right now. Wow. Yeah. I, had, I have some peanut M&Ms at my desk. That's the go-to. I was yeah. just curious. Yeah, just some planter yeah. peanuts. Wow. Trumpet players so much can't more shoot them healthy. past the beer nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, there's a little public service announcement. All right, boys. Uh, time for a game. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Okay. No, this, this will be easy. Okay. <laughs> Famous last um, words. <laughs> We're just going to play a little round of most likely to. <laughs> most you know, I likely say, to. Most, the most of the three of us, of the entire WTF executive board. <laughs> executive branch. Pretty much. That's why the and three no, of us. We are not We're, the tri- taking... We're the triumvirate. We are the triumvirate. <gasps> why have we not thought of this before? We are the triumvirate. Trump, I hope everybody Trump, realizes Trump. how much time I've wasted. This is one twenty-one. <laughs> Triumvirate. How much yeah. time? And it's eleven you, squared if, for you at home. If you've <laughs> caught up and you've listened to all of us and you're up to date, you've wasted about one hundred twenty-one hours of your life, except for that Hindman episode that went long. But anyway, but uh, that's not including that the ridiculous. ITG episode, which we oh, made I- special for them. Well, but then not everybody got that because they're right. not members. But if they are, you could be at 122 already. You could be a 122 plus. Yeah. Right? You're welcome. But for us, way more than that. Way. Because the we're, planning that goes We're in the studio, I want to say conservatively, six hours per episode. At least it feels it, like that. It does feel like that. It feels like a long time. It feels like for 10 me, for Brian. it feels like that for sure. It feels like I'm not home for days just to get one of these done. <laughs> yeah. And then the mixing anyway, process starts. <laughs> a little game most likely to I'm just going to say of the three of us of the of the WTF executive board czar excluded most likely to dot 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 and then you guys write down who you think and then we'll see if we agree at the end all right you've already answered all these questions for yourself no actually how, I'm getting ready to type them in how many are there how many how many are there there are 10 questions oh man okay all right and I'm going to put my answers in can you guys see? You can't see the questions. They're in pages. They're you can't in pages. See we that, can't right? see those. No, nobody can see anything in pages. Okay. Because it's I not can. the it's 1990s right, anymore. It's, <laughs> it's right in front of me. Okay, here we go. Number one, most likely to hang over at the end of a tune. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Just one question. 
right. A pattern on the first question. <laughs> question number two. Most likely to eat something off the floor. Eat something that fell on the floor. I think that's a good question. That's a tough question. Mm-hmm. Number three. Brian, are you okay? I'm good. I'm here. More quiet than usual. Which means like a vacuum. <laughs> I'm here. Like a <laughs> I'm thinking. I can't do two things right, at so once. There's <laughs> a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> the screen just went dark. Number three. Most likely to end up in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> I don't like that question at all. Of the three of us. Let's keep typing the same thing over and over. Most Number four. <laughs> Most likely to spend all their money on something stupid. I would like stupid to find. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your answer. <laughs> I know what you idiots wrote. <laughs> Number five. Most likely to borrow a horn from a student. Number okay. six, no offense to you personally, Brian, most likely to still own a Nokia 3310. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Deep into the well for that one. <laughs> wow. Um, most like, number seven, most likely to ask for extra mayo. Easy. Easy. Number eight, most likely to win a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then most likely to start World War Three. <laughs> most likely to laugh during a serious moment. That's a multi-layered answer for me. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't think you understand. We got to go. <laughs> oh, we got to go. <laughs> that was one of the great moments in Trauma Mundi history. Okay. And number 10, most likely to ask advice and then never take it. <laughs> Just the three of us, huh? Just yeah. the three of us. Yeah. That's actually a hard one. I know, right? I think these are pretty good. Wow. I like this game. And it's way easier to write than uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> yes. Although the yeah, haikus, Jeopardy, that's, a, that's an investment of time. It is an investment of time. But the haikus just kind of roll out. But some of those other ones. The haiku, tuku, too. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's It's worth gold. it as you keep cracking yourself up. <laughs> it's gold. That's gold. I do. I thought last week's Express Yourself was some of my finest work. <laughs> wow. Impressive. A true blessing in the skies. I'm not over All right. that. <laughs> All right. Boys, number one, most likely to hang over at the end of a tune. I think this is obvious. Brian, what do you say? It's Joey for it's sure. It's Joey. I, I agree. It's, it's, it's absolutely me. <laughs> I don't think there's any question there. We've heard it. Whether whether it's on lead or on bass, either way, I'm hanging over. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter what horn it's on yeah. either. Top top horn, bottom horn, I'm going to hang. Yeah. Hey. But, on, but on long tones, it's Bill. <laughs> fair. I, I do. I do. Yeah. That's fair. You said, you said tunes, not tones. No. Yeah, I do hang over when we play long tones. Mm -hmm. I just got to clear the room of all that noise. Get some purity out there. Get some rattle out of there. <laughs> get the get the noise out of there. Hey, my bass trumpet player today rehearsal pedal A flats. Concert oh. or written? Yep, written. For what? What does he in, need to pedal A flats? In the middle for? of our, we didn't. But in the middle of a, in the middle of the tune, this really quiet moment, he just drops. He's got continuous low A flats. He just dropped the octave? He just drops them. It nice. Yeah. Okay, that's anyway, cool. And he's a trumpet player, not a trombone player, playing right. bass trumpet. Because it's bass trumpet. Right. It's not, not it's a trumpet. trombone. Exactly. Yeah. All right, number two. Most likely to eat something off the floor. Joey, Joey's a germ-phobe. He would never do that. That's Bill. It's Bill. Yeah. It's me all the way. I don't even totally. care. Yeah. Bill would be <laughs> like, like, oh, no, it's fine. I got it. Yep. I got it. Here. I'll take that one. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. fine. 
I'll take it. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, it's it'll fine. be fine. I got, I got it. it. You got to see, like, you got to eat a pack of dirt before you die. You ever hear that? <laughs> you got to eat no. a, a bushel no, pack. That's you know? a horrible thing. No, it is. It's like, that's ultimately, wow. yeah. Yeah, if you put together all the stuff that you accidentally ingested through your life, it's like a, like a pack, like a bushel. You do it on purpose, a though. A pack. It's not accidental. But you don't, you don't go out of your way to system. eat dirt. No. I don't go out of my way to eat dirt. I'm just not afraid of it. He just does it all the time. Yeah. yeah. No. Come on. Not okay. I mean, cycling, do you know how much dirt you eat? When you're out there and all that uh, stuff's yes. blown up off the road and uh, all that. I, I, and I glass. don't eat any dirt. Or glass. If they you avoid it... hitting the cars in the pavement, you actually well, don't that, eat any. It's not my fault. A little Belgian toothpaste, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. The Belgians, they know how to make the, fries, though. The Belgians. Oh. And waffles. Yeah. <laughs> but the fries there. Waffles. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the way to go. Yeah. Okay. All right, number three, most likely to end up in the Guinness Book of World Records. That's Joey. I was thinking Joey, too, although I don't know about a specific reason other than, like, you know, highest note known to man or something. The most I... varied pieces played in one week. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember telling, I actually thought it was me, too, and I'm not sure why. Um, I think there are, there are variables at play. But I do remember Easy. last year at ITG when I saw Mark Gould the day I showed up, and he said, so what are you playing? And I said, oh, my recital, it's called Seven Horns in 60 Minutes. And he said, why the beep would you do that? Because <laughs> I, yeah. I can. Because I can. That would be cool. You know, I would play all the instruments. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was me as well. Yeah. All right. With even even though we don't have really good reasons, our gut's just like, oh, no, yeah. that's Joey. That's definitely Joey. Mm -hmm. All right. Number four. Most likely to spend all their money on something stupid. That's easy. That's also Joey. That's also Joey. Yes. Okay, to be fair. I, one, I wrote down myself. I wrote down myself as well. But sometimes really? there's some stuff that might be worth it. It might be know, dumb, man. but still worth going in on. Well, yeah, because you just want to say that you have it and tried it. Yeah. It's worth it. Always yeah. research. I'm going in. Specific yeah. training systems, whatever else might be out there that you think. Yeah. That's worth. fair. That's yeah. fair. All right. Number five, most likely to borrow a horn from a student. That's Brian. Yeah, it's Brian. I, I think you guys We're both pointing at the Brady Bunch yeah. thing here at you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally Brian. Yeah. yeah sure. he, he finally uh, hammered his valve so much they don't work. He's like, give me your horn. I can break yours. I'll be fine. Give me the kid's horn. No, it's totally Brian. Right, how, did, how do you guys show, like on your screen, speak of the Brady Bunch thing, where is Brian on your screen, Joey? Uh, bottom center. Yeah, same for me. But where are you? I'm uh, top right as I look at it. Oh, see, you're, I'm top right where I look at it. Brian, yeah. where are you? I'm top right. Who's on the bottom there for you? Bill. Yeah, okay. No, Brian, in our, in my screen and Joey's, you are beneath us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. This is also not a surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's, next... totally, that's totally Brian. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter. Just give me your horn. I'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, there's absolutely no doubt. Yeah. And I I said this because chances are he he loaned his to some other student, and right. now he's realizes he's jammed up and needs to borrow one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, all right, number I've six. I I just had to ask this, but but we all know it's Brian, the most likely to still own the Nokia thirty three ten. That's I'm sure he does. I could probably still put my hands on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, that's not even close. <laughs> I mean, your ringtone. Was the inspiration for this entire thing? <laughs> when I point that out, I point that out. Someone just asked me about it recently. Like, yeah, the music at the beginning. I was like, yeah, that was a thing I did for Trump. And I'm like, what is that? It sounds kind of familiar. I'm like, yeah. Do you remember the old <laughs> Nokia ring ringtone? They're like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Dawned on him. Yep. Absolutely. No present. All right. Number seven. Most likely to ask for extra mayo. Well, you hate mayo, don't you? Yeah, that's Brian. Extra you, mayo? Brian that's thinks that's spicy. It's, no, it's not vegan. It's me. <laughs> it's not oh, vegan. it's not vegan. Oh, so that's going to be Bill. Then. No, I love mayo. Oh, I yeah. thought you hated mayo. Joey, no. hate, Joey no, hates mayo. No, you can't well, put mayo on an Italian. On an Italian. Hoagie. Hoagie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, beyond that, mayo's great. Mayo has its uses, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you don't need extra mayo. No extra mayos. I like. What do you, you what like do you a put turkey? Like a okay. turkey sub. Okay, turkey sub. You want to have some mayo on there. 
And you want extra mayo on there. No, 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 because you want to have, like, you actually want the must brown mustard mayo blend. You want both oh, of those. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, because the turkey and then the Swiss cheese and then the garlic pickles. Where are you getting this? I make it at home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's when he wants nobody else in the family to eat. No, that's that's the sandwich right there. Wow. So yeah. mayo, fine, when appropriate. Right. But extra mayo, you don't need extra mayo. I think extra mayo is properly rated. I think extra mayo. They make a really good vegan mayo now, so yes. No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they Only, don't. Here's what I sent to, to, to gross out my wife this week when I saw the news story. <laughs> Hidden Valley Ranch now makes an ice cream. Oh, no. So oh, I saw a little please. bit on. I saw a little Is bit that of okay? Stephen. That's not okay. It can't be okay. Stephen Colbert did a little bit on it, and mm-hmm. he says, "Let's look at the ingredients." And it starts with like you know, uh, plastic you know, milk. <laughs> it says like you know, milk, Animal cream, products. sugar, and then this was the bit Stephen Colbert did that was so funny. He said, "And then uh, garlic powder and onion powder." He says, the only two worst powders I can think of in an ice cream are talcum and gun. <laughs> Pretty good. Very funny bit. But you That's can get good. your ranch ice cream now. Look, if all that, if that company was wow. so good, would it still be hidden? I'm just saying. Well, they're so good that time. they have to hide. No. And the whole ranch dressing thing is fans. right out. Oh, I know, because you're a blue cheese guy. You yeah, think of that no in place. Yeah. But what they're talking about this was salads. No, no, not even on a salad. I like a no. Caesar salad, so I like a Caesar dressing. Yeah, but that's Caesar dressing. That's not ranch dressing. Yeah, yeah, So I like a Caesar. Yeah. Blue cheese. Yeah. Blue wings, blue cheese. And you know why? America. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> exactly. All right. Number eight. Most likely to win a Nobel Peace Prize. Well, it's not Bill. It's not Joey. No. I, I think it's Bill. I think he I talks think himself Bill. into it. I think it's Bill. <laughs> I think you talk, Bill, talk people into it. I think we should send Bill over to the Middle East right now. I think he get these two, these people together, and this will be worked out by I, lunch tomorrow. I no could clear it up and still make the NTC board meeting. Yeah, piece of cake. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you no, have I think to be that's on these Bill. boards. You definitely have to mm, negotiate that's funny. some stuff. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. This reminded me of the Walmart greeter question I asked a, a while <laughs> back. You're like, not you, because you'll be manager by <laughs> right. afternoon. Right. No shot. <laughs> All right, number nine. Most likely to laugh during a serious moment. That's that's also you, Bill. I think. I think that's Bill. No, here's what I'm thinking. No, it's Bill. I think it's Brian <laughs> because I made him laugh. <laughs> oh, you might be the instigator. You, you would that's definitely a, be the instigator. That's, I would be that's accused, not bad. I would be accused of being the instigator in this situation. Yeah. So you're the kid that got his best friend in trouble. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to hold it together if yeah. it was going after When me. I was in a youth orchestra, this had been my junior year of high school, maybe mm-hmm. my senior year. There's a trombone player uh, and from my high school who played baritone and, and trombone. His name was John Tolleson. John was a very funny, kind of funny, bizarre guy. And one of the things he could do is make like a pterodactyl sound. You know, like that fake pterodactyl sound we used to hear? He could do this really yeah. out. So we were doing some march yeah. we were getting ready for in the orchestra. And right in the and there was a rest. And in that rest, he let it go. <laughs> Just the pterodactyl sound went rest <laughs> section. So yeah. me and the trumpet player. Oh, this is my sophomore year because it was Mark sitting next to me. So both of us have our heads buried in the stands. We're laughing so hard. Done. We can't go on. Can't breathe. Now the conductor yeah. can't see exactly who did this. All he sees is the trumpet section, heads in the stands, can't call themselves. So it's like, uh, so trumpets, okay, you can be dismissed for the day. And we're like, but, oh. well, uh, but so we leave, and I look at John, and he had like the saddest look on his face because he wanted out. Yeah, <laughs> we got thrown out, and he's just sitting there. He's the one who got. Wow. That's you. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get Brian. You're gonna get Brian thrown out. I believe that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll buy yeah. that. I'll buy that. Great trumpet lore story. I may have told this on here before, but I was subbing with the Lexington Phil when I was in Ding Ding, ding. when ding, I was ding. in grad school in Kentucky, and Wes Woolard played oh. second in the orchestra, mm-hmm. right next to Kevin Eisenmith, my teacher, and we were doing this piece. I'll never forget uh, a piece overture by Russell Peck. This super ethereal thing with his string tremolo, and I hear. <laughs> 
<laughs> like this sheep, <laughs> this sheep sound. <laughs> and Wes knew the hall so well that it made it like to the principal cello, but the conductor never heard it. And they nice. were all turning around laughing. And I was like, it was crazy. <laughs> wow, it was so that's good. gold. <laughs> really gold. Yeah, that's good. Was that guy. All right. Uh, number 10, last one. Most likely to ask for advice and then never take it. That's difficult. This, this is a hard one because mm -hmm. it's not Brian. Brian takes advice really, really well. Now, I don't, but I don't ask. <laughs> so I actually mm -hmm. think this is Bill. I think Bill would ask and go, oh, that's wow. interesting. I'm not doing that. Just totally disregard it. Oh, that so, is my word. <laughs> right, because this is the thing. Brian, if you offer him good advice, he's going to go, I'll try that out. And yes. I'm not, I'm not going to bother asking. I already think I know everything. Yeah. Right. So you're going right. to ask, ask. And if that's bad advice, go, yeah, that's garbage. I'm not doing that. So it's I think it's Bill. Me. I think it it's probably Bill. is me. I, I did write down Bill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, you just wouldn't ask. That's true. Right. You just wouldn't you know, ask. No, I'm just making conversation. Yeah. But you're not going to listen to it. No, he's already figured it out. Probably he's happy. Not. He's happy with how he does. I like it. the way I, I like the way I was doing it. <laughs> I was just curious if you like the way I was doing it. But hey, enough about me. What do you think about me? Exactly. <laughs> All right, boys. Time for a couple things. So this episode pairs well with last week's episode about trusting yourself in the practice room because ignoring the obvious flaws in your playing is not okay. Not devoting time to fixing things that you know are in need of help is a mistake. So today we're going to talk about being a trumpet ostrich, burying your head in the sand and pretending you don't have things to fix. This <laughs> might be the most common problem in trumpet playing. The trumpet playing of, well, I, I do this okay, so I'll just focus on that, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it like, gets worse the older you get. Right, because you know, the longer you ignore it, the more you're essentially building the habit of doing it poorly. Because <laughs> that's the part you don't really think about. Like most people, you know, uh, you know, I had this student come in fairly recently uh, in, in first semester, and I'm talking about, yeah, listen, your fingers like that are limited. We mm -hmm. have to fix this like a technical. You need to think about your fingers and you got to get them, get them out, get them over, get them set up right. You know, you have three different ways you hold the horn and your fingers are in three different ways when you're playing. And it's just you're never going to get great this way. Not helping yeah. anything. So we got to be on it. So here's the thing. You can ignore this kind of thing and get to a certain level of proficiency just by playing and you kind of get a little better, and it's okay, and it's okay, and it's okay. The problem is, once you bury your head in the sand, you have placed an absolute ceiling on how good you can get. Mm -hmm. And and usually, that ceiling falls short of professional. Yes. Now, well, we but know even even people who get to be professional will will have those those limits, but they've already quote arrived. Right? right. So how do you take a step backwards? And we've had the them? and we've definitely had these discussions is we certainly know professionals that have the very some absolute fundamental flaws that uh, I've certainly been asked a couple of times by people that are, uh, you know, active professionals. Hey, what do you think of this? And I'll say, if you're asking. Here's what you're up against, but it's yeah. going to take this and this and this and we'll sit mm -hmm. in the room. and like, let me take you through this. Right. And in some cases, I've had them say, okay, all right, so I really just need the time and boom, boom, boom. And normally what I tell them is, as the professionals, listen, when you're in the practice room, you can, and I say this a lot, cut yourself zero slack. But if you're out on a gig and you need to get yourself through, that's fine. Don't worry about it. You're building yeah, the new habit in the practice room. Don't worry about it for the performance. But, and, and, but others are like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And I said, okay, then you're just going to live with this fundamental flaw and you're never, this is not only going to get worse, I mean, not get better, it's actually going to get worse and stuff's going to get harder for you. Well, it's going to get worse and it's going to come back to haunt you. Yes. Like at a time when you really need it. to be, You right. might be able to cover it here or cover it there, but it will come back to get you. Yeah, at some point it's going to bite you. Mm -hmm. And hard. Because most likely it's going to end up, you're going to end up on a gig and whatever your weakness is, is going to be what's needed on that gig. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to go, oh, if only I'd listen to my teachers. 
Yes. And this, if you've ever had that thought, you're too late. Now, you're too late for that gig. You're not too late. Because uh, what we know about brain wiring is a lot different than we used to know 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah. That idea of you can't teach a new dog, an old dog, new tricks is false. You can absolutely yeah. rewire. All you have to do is dutifully practice and you can do it. But boy, the ignoring part, I see it in students all the time. Like, hey, we've talked about this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're not doing it. You're not well, fixing I, it. you know, but, you know, but, you know, but, and if it is like a small step back or, or a little bit of two steps backward to move, you know, four steps forward, the idea, the concept is to have an unlimited ceiling, right? To have yeah, the unlimited the, potential. Yep. That's the concept and that's the goal. And the only way to do that is to be fundamentally and musically sound. And if you're not, if you're fundamentally or musically flawed, you have a hard cap and that hard cap at a certain level, not only prevents you from getting better, will actively make you worse. Mm. Right? Heavy. Yes. I know. I bring True. the bad news. No, it comes back so. to haunt you. Oh, yeah. If you spend all that time working on those two Clark studies and then wonder why. <laughs> I mean, you played both of them. <laughs> I played both the Clark studies. <laughs> I played both the Clark studies. When Brian and I found out there were four, we were shocked. <laughs> <laughs> it was a revelation. Yeah. That yeah, was a beautiful day. Seven? <laughs> what? Like, no. We looked at each other. We're like, we're professionals. We teach. We're, we got this. We're, you guys uh, need the book? The, where's the book Please. again? Where's the Please. Book? Where's the, the book? book. Are you serious? We're good. All right, yeah. what's next? Clark, yeah. seven on the flugelhorn. You know, seven. but how many times, yeah, but how many times <laughs> have I talked to professional trumpet players who want to talk about, you know, range? Mm-hmm. And I know I've right. said this on here before, but I'm just like, okay, so just tell me what you do to practice range now. And no, no, no. invariably, I'm like, what do you well, mean? I get, whoa, what do you mean? But the way of the ostrich is to put range up until the end of the semester. Right. <laughs> well, and then it's the end of the semester. You need a break anyway. Right? Oh, jeez. And I guess I should say the way of the ostrich, allegedly, is to put <laughs> <laughs> range up until the end of the semester. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's yeah. very easy. It's very easy to... To focus on what you already can do. Right. And think, well, if I can get a little better at that or I can get a little better at that and ignore the big giant holes in your playing. Right. It's, and to it's be easy. To be clear, like we're not talking about like you were supposed to have this etude ready and you didn't do that or you fell short of preparing something. We are talking about this, Joey, right? Like the yes. the fundamental issues in all this. Like things like and I know articulation Uh oh there it is he said it nope wow it's a choice okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm making a conscious choice but no matter what it is right articulation flexibility dexterity strength range all those things you have to confront just admit it and then get after it i mean i knew this when i got to college you know i've talked about this my double tonguing was in my low register my first lesson with barbara so tell me your weaknesses like double tonguing low register Oh, that was fast. Well, let's see. <laughs> so we start playing. She's like, wow, that's true. <laughs> and she's wow. like, all right, so we need to get going here. And I'm like, <sighs> and I knew I was getting away with it. Sure. But in high school, I never had to play any low parts. So I could get away mm-hmm. with it. And there was, I could go, dump so I could kind of, there's anything really, you know, but I hadn't really come across anything. So Barbara's right. like, great, let's play Artudian. <laughs> oh, wow. <sighs> Rot row. Right. So that was it. I'm like, all right. I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not, mm-hmm. it's time. And I'm, I'm in the practice room, you know, playing, trying to connect the horn all the way down to the bottom. I'm in the, and they're going, ta 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 sounding just terrible. Right. I'm sure people walk in my practice right. room going, how'd that guy get in here? I thought this was a good music school. Right? Right. I can't be concerned right. about How'd he that get part. in? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. But here are some of the things, right? In case you're, in case you think we're not talking about you, if you figured this out, right? Like, these are the things, like the way of the ostrich. The way of the ostrich. Playing only your best stuff in the practice room to impress your neighbors. Well, you got to make sure everybody <laughs> knows you're good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so keep those keep those couple things locked and loaded. Right. Right? Yeah, whatever you played your senior year of high school and got a one at contest, just keep that on the stand. I think you mean contest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me beat up Brian again. <laughs> Here's another thing. Essentially... Kind of saying the same thing, but this is what we're talking about. Avoiding playing the things that make you sound bad. Oh, Avoiding right. the struggle. 
Sure. Right. Well, that's hard. I'm not going to do that because that's hard. Right. Why would I do something that's hard? Yeah. I want to sound good. I'm a good trumpet player. It doesn't get better instantly, so it must be that I just can't do that. There's this one. (laughs) If you play through something and think, well, this piece stinks, but you can't play it, (laughs) you don't get to say that yet. Yeah. Once you can play it great, you can make a musical judgment. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. I, I don't care if you like it or not, but you get to make no judgment at all until you can play it great. Then you can decide whether or not you, you like it or not. I love it. Yeah. Because yeah. too many people, and I know this, I remember this from high school band or even, you know, they're professionals that do the same thing. They get something new or uncomfortable or challenging and think, ah, this piece stinks. I'm like, how do you know? We don't even know what it sounds like yet. Right. Yep. Right? Exactly. That's the way of the ostrich right there. The way of the ostrich. Here's another one. The way of the ostrich. What these new t-shirts are going to be awesome, aren't they? Oh, they are. They're going to look good. Just the ostrich right now with the one foot up. No, wait, yep. that's a flamingo. That's a, No, it's flamingo. Right. Yeah. The ostrich with the head Just bent the over head in the, the sand. sand. Exactly. Right, it's good. Putting off that issue with your fingers until next week. Well, why would you fix it now? It's hard. Yeah, because <laughs> this piece doesn't require that. I don't need that. I don't need it for this piece. No, this is a Conconi thing. It's okay. I get away with it. I'm good. I'll work it up when it yeah. when the piece requires. I don't need it. I don't need good fingers until there's a piece that demands good fingers. Right. Yeah. So Even I'm not going to work. Skate. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'll be you know that. it'll be good enough. I mean I might miss a couple things. Yeah, but you know you get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's okay. I'll pass. Yeah. Right. Here's another one. Way the ostrich, allegedly. Thinking that you're going to work on range later in the semester, right? We already <laughs> talked about this, but I need to get through my recital stuff well, before yeah, I start I beating myself up with that. And I don't want to hurt myself by practicing. Yeah. I mean, when would I do that anyway? If I do yeah. it first, I got nothing left for my other stuff. Yeah. Too tired at the end. Right. Can't be done. Good day, don't need to practice it. Bad day, can't. Yeah. Right. So it's, I, it's obviously, this is, this is why... Range is something you're just born with. You either have it or you don't. That's right. Yeah. You're <laughs> exactly. right. If you don't <laughs> Yeah. If if you're if you're in eighth or ninth grade and you can't play a double C yet, I mean come on. You'll never yeah. be able to do you, it. You can't, you, I mean, you're pretty right. much washed you're pretty much washed up. Right. And look, no one no one should have to confront or struggle through transposition study. That's just inhumane to <laughs> right. have to do that. That's not a thing. No. Because no. It's degrading. Right. Well, people just know how to do it. It just works for them. Of course. Yeah. 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 They came Although, to school already knowing how it works. They to never say, had to what, work at it. One of my first year trumpet students was in today, Chelsea. We'll call her Chelsea. Yeah. For example. For example. And Chelsea, Chelsea plays pretty well. So I said we had brass choir last night, and they had to transpose. So we're getting ready for a gig off campus. We're playing in a church, and there's a bunch of stuff. And, hey, you know what? You just got figured out we're going to transpose. So we played through everything so they could practice it. And she mentioned something about the transposition. And I said, oh, have you, you, know, have you done much of that? Because she's a first-year student. And she said, oh, I don't really worry about transposition. I did a bunch of that. And I'm like, you have? And she said, yeah. So when I was in middle school, I lost my trumpet book, and my mom wouldn't buy me another one. So I, <laughs> I borrowed an alto sax book from a friend. <laughs> I was like you did she goes yeah and you know after a while you're not really transposing I mean you just know what notes those are (laughs) okay that is fantastic isn't it yeah so this is Chelsea by the way I said well you did Bylin 2 what do you think how do you feel about Bylin 3 and she said well there's no Bylin 2.5 is there Wow, and you yeah. guys know I'm I'm fairly mean about transposition. Uh, recently, yeah. one of my younger students said, "Oh, I had to go sub an orchestra. I'm glad I got started on this." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like sub for another student. It's like, oh, these parts are in F. Okay, these parts are in D. Mm. Yeah, yep, ready to go. And that's frustrating in and of itself. So it's stupid. So I'm not going to work on it. No, yeah. you shouldn't do it. That's just dumb. Yeah. And when would you ever need to transpose no. in the real world? Why don't they just rewrite it for us? Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hold out for that. Just wait for that. I'm going to wait. In fact, I'll when work... somebody calls you and uh, uh, and offers you a job, mm-hmm. you should ask, "Do well, I have to transpose." And if they say yes, you just say just say no to that. I can't do the gig. Just don't nope. do the gig. Yep. Do you have parts written out for me? Yes, I think is what you ask. Yeah, I'd prefer to play it on this instrument. Do you have parts that are appropriate for that? Could, could you imagine? <laughs> could you send the B flat parts? I love this oh, idea. Wow. 
How great would that be? Yeah. And now this is a little bit more zoomed out on the ostrich, uh, the way of the ostrich, but thinking that your 7C is still getting the job done. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I had to put it in there. If, you, if you're still playing the 7C, you're doing this wrong. <laughs> you're in trouble if you're still yeah. playing the 7C. Any yeah, version of yeah, just get rid 7C. of that. That's just something to hold your it. music down on your desk in case the fan turns on you. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense because if, if your goal, if your MO is really just sound great in a practice room, you're not doing that on a 7C. No. No matter what you're not practicing, you're not sounding great. <laughs> no matter what you're not practicing. I'm going to work on that sentence for a second. <laughs> wow. I'm going to roll that around a few times. I'm going to let that kind of marinate. Joey's going to write that one down. That's going to end up on the shirt. Yeah, no matter what you're not practicing. You're still not sounding it sh- great. It shouldn't be on a 7C. <laughs> That somehow is a triple negative. <laughs> exactly. And we could not be more positive about anything. Right. Well, I think, you know, as we've talked about the things so many times, you know, uh, Brian and I are pretty late in our careers for tackling some of these fundamental things that you have been working on for a long time. Sure. You know, and and in particular, pushing the limits of that stuff. Oh, I thought I was done limits. with it, right? I've already well, got yeah. my job promoted. We, to be honest, we thought you were done too. But <laughs> the bike tried to make me done. For sure. Both of yeah. you. Yeah, Joey, you're the only one left. Look Stop. out. Stop. Don't even say it out loud. <clears throat> I'm worried about hurting the car. So Well, you already took out a pedestrian, so I've never done that. That wow. was beautiful. That was not okay. <laughs> right out in front of me, oblivious. Boom. Anyway, I think this is a cool thing to tackle because we've all been guilty of it at one point or another. Of right? course. Like, I just, I'm going to avoid this because I sound better doing this. Yeah, I know what I'm getting away with. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, we know what you're not getting away with. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> you're, you're sounding great not practicing several things. <laughs> That's right. I'm not practicing anything. What about no, volume, Brian? How do you practice that? <laughs> Usually with a practice mute. You know, yeah, I've, he, I have he had tries people, to blow the practice mute out of the bell. out of the horn. Yeah, <laughs> that is the goal, isn't it? Yeah. I, I have had people say to me like, "This whole thing about Brian playing loud is this just shtick, or is does he really play that loud all the time?" I'm like, "Oh no, come it's see really play. that." <laughs> In fact, you don't need to hear. Come see him play where you are. You just open the window. You could, yeah, right. you could just stay out in the hall. Yeah, you're only one state over. Huh? Yeah. Like, no, 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 we're not making that up. Yeah, no, he can really bring it. Absolutely <laughs> bring it. Well, if nothing else, we have revealed a major problem here, right? We're yes. calling people. We're not calling you out. We're calling you up. Calling you up. We're calling your head out of the sand. Get your head out of the sand. Get you- <laughs> Let's get her done. All right, boys. Time for no offense. Look, we've already said it, but practicing what you can already play to avoid confronting your problems is not good, right? Sounding good in the practice room, not okay. Because that means you're avoiding things. Don't be an ostrich. Pull your head out of the sand. Fix your problems. Always. You should always be focusing on what you do worst. And that should be how you start your days. Right? Fundamentals and go after the weaknesses. If you're mm-hmm. sounding great in a practice room, you're doing it wrong. Practicing it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you need help discovering what you're bad at, we'll be glad to help. Yeah, let us know. We'll be happy to help you there. No we problem. could point out what you're doing wrong. And we'll be happy to tell you what you're bad at. Send yes. recordings to. <laughs> They're at openbell at gmail.com. Openbell at gmail.com. Yeah. Hey, there's a World Trumpet Federation at gmail.com email, isn't there? That's as correct. Well? Yep. Either one works perfectly fine. E- either one will get you to the hoodies. Yep. And yes. either one uh, will get you a scathing report back on your playing. Exactly right. An honest report. Yeah. Yes. It, it'll be honestly skating. That's true. We could have people check the level that they want. Do you want a kind, kind feedback? Right. Do you want moderate? Or would you like to sign a waiver for the ghost pepper feedback? <laughs> That's right. Now we're getting somewhere. Right? You can just see like, no, 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 give it to me. So we just need an Aruga's menu to kind of color code this, is what yes, you're saying. we do, and now my mouth is watering. Yeah, it's time. It is time for some wings. Beautiful. All wow. right, boys. Well, that should about do it for today. Hey, stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors and pull your head out of the sand. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell. <laughs>